You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. What's long, hard, and full of semen? Civil War ironclad ships, of course. Ahoy, mateys! During the early stages of the Civil War, the Union forces scuttled a naval ship called the USS Merrimack at the Gosport Navy Yard in Portsmouth, Virginia, in hopes they would prevent it from falling into Confederate hands. Fuck that boat! However, the Confederates salvaged the burned hull of the ship, and under the direction of Confederate Navy Lieutenant Catsby Jones and Naval Constructor John L. Porter, began transforming it into an ironclad ship of warfare. The conversion was a marvel of Confederate engineering. It featured an iron-plated casemate, crafted from railroad tracks and iron plates, and fitted with an armored sloping roof. Its intimidating appearance would strike fear into the hearts of Union sailors. And, off the coast of Virginia, the CSS Virginia, born from the remnants of the scuttled USS Merrimack, emerged as the first ironclad ship in Confederate service. It made its mark by decimating two wooden-hulled Union ships, the USS Cumberland and the USS Congress. They didn't even realize what they were up against. Though the Union had a response to the new ironclad ship, the ironclad monitor, led by Lieutenant John Warden, reached the Virginia coast that very night. This 172-foot marvel, often humorously dubbed the Yankee Cheese Box on a Raft, introduced a revolutionary approach to naval design. It featured water-level decks and a uniquely designed armored revolving gun turret. The monitor represented an entirely innovative concept in naval architecture. Both vessels, born from necessity and innovation, were poised to make history. The clash between the Monitor and the Virginia marked the first ever duel between iron warships, making naval history. The ironclads, with their heavy armored exteriors, signaled a departure from the vulnerability of wooden ships to cannon fire. Shipbuilders had adapted to the demands of modern warfare, employing iron and steam to create vessels that could withstand the punishing force of naval engagements. What makes the Battle of Hampton Roads really fascinating is the clash of ideologies mirrored in the design of the iron ships. The Monitor represented a more forward-thinking, technologically advanced approach, while the Virginia showcased a Confederate ingenuity born out of necessity. There's parallels of that all over the Civil War. The encounter between the Monitor and the Virginia on March 9, 1862, showcased the resilience of ironclads. As the two behemoths faced off, the heavy cannons echoed across waterways for hours. Remarkably, neither vessel inflicted significant damage on the other, highlighting the defensive capabilities of these newly minted warships. The stage was set for the dramatic naval clash with crowds of Union and Confederate supporters anxiously observing from nearby vessels and the shores on either side. Shortly after 8 a.m., the CSS Virginia initiated the attack. The two ironclads engaged in a series of maneuvers, passing back and forth on opposite courses. Because the ships were brand new, both crews really lacked proper training, leading to ineffective firing. While the Monitor had a faster and more maneuverable advantage, its rate of fire was slow, like only once every seven or eight minutes. As the action continued, the Monitor's pilot house took a hit, sending iron splinters into the lieutenant's eyes. The Monitor veered into shallow water. The South thought they had won. But the Virginia faced its own challenges with reports of low ammunition, a leak in the bow, and steam difficulties. As the sun set, the Battle of Hampton Roads concluded with no clear victor, but with an undeniable message. The era of wooden warships dominating the seas was over. The world had witnessed the birth of the ironclads, and there was a new age of naval warfare. 